Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the M. I was about to say the old MCU crew, but we're not old. Okay, we're hip. Jesse, tell the kids how hip we are. I'm so hip. I got to get a replacement. Ooh. Old man jokes. I guess I'm old because I'm laughing at that as well. I guess I'm old. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the worst part about that is I thought you were going to go with a sheesh joke because that's where my joke is. That's where my brain is. Look, I'm hit with the kids. I still man, don't know what I was that means, watching. But I get it. Uh, let's say I was watching a. Let's just go with an esports presentation last night. Okay, esports yeah. presentation, and yeah. someone hit a shot, and one of the commentators just goes sheesh, and I wanted, I actually wanted to die in that moment, in that four second period of watching this shot get hit, and the commentator just saying sheesh. I wanted to die. I wanted to end it. It's bad. It's bad. Do you think we'll ever get to the point where, like, professional sports, most of the commentators will just end up being former players who are just older and not, like, a dude who just watches a lot of esports? I think, oh, oh, within esports. I, I thought you were talking about yeah, in yeah, traditional within, sports. Because I think we're there in traditional sports in a lot of ways. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. Most of the people that are on network TV when it comes to, like, football or basketball or whatever, like, former players or court. Oh, or coaches. I think what we're I'm there. Is like, I think we are there in the League of Legends world. Most of the league uh, commentators are either former pro or former failed pro players. Now, do they say sheesh? <laughs> I think they say it is a joke, but when they're happening, when it's happening in the match, they don't. Like when they're when they're in when they're in the match, they do not. They keep now, it and professional. How do the kids respond? Do they, are the kids like, well, that is relevant to my interests? I don't or know. Are they like grandpa saying she should get no longer cool? I don't know. I, I think it's a mixed bag. I think you get a lot because the audience range uh, is so, you know, it's it's young. It's it's 13 to upper 30s for esports. It's kind of a wider range in a lot of ways. So is I think true? you get it. Are like the 13 year olds still <clears throat> into the esports? Uh, depending on the esport. Yeah. Yeah. I would say like I Halo, don't, I, don't know I think Halo and Call of Duty is younger anymore. skewed, but I think like, I think League and like CS is uh, an older demographic. Well, I, I'm not sure about Halo being younger skewed because I realized based off of the discourse that there are a lot of young kids uh -huh. who had this rant on my stream Okay, that they have not been around long enough for there to have been a good Halo game, and they mm. don't realize what a big fucking deal Halo was. Like True. they don't, they missed that. They missed that, like being ten and having a LAN party with your friends, and like just carrying the sheer... a, TV, a CRT TV over. <laughs> Halo was a phenomenon. Right. Like it was no. a gaming phenomenon. That was like I remember uh, Master Chief being sponsored by Oakley. 
and they were like, oh, the visor is is by Oakley. Like it was like your parents knew Mario and then the Halo. And it was like that was it, you know, like it was that huge of a deal. It was the game, the one. And then you have like a lot of because I used to work at a game store, right? And we sold board games, magic cards and, and retro games and video games. And there were a lot of kids who would come in, this newer generation coming up, and they've only been around for the bad Halos. I hesitate to say that. I feel like that's not that nice or that fair. I think for it's the three four three Halos. Yeah. They've only sure. been around since like like the three sixty was their first console. I know we're gonna turn it our bones are just gonna turn into dust. But the three sixty is like their first console and they've only known the game since Reach. And I mean I like Reach. But it's not the best Halo game. So mm. when for them, they're like, why do people like this game? It's irrelevant. And for us, we're like, yo, this is the game. Like, are yeah. you kidding me? This was a, a, a phenomenon, a gaming phenomenon. But they don't get it. Same thing with when you talk to people about Gears of War, people who weren't around for the, the hype behind like Gears of War 2. They just know Gears of War is it the fourth one or Judgment or whatever onwards, and they're like, right. "Why do people care about this game?" And I'm like, <sighs> "Um, this was the freaking game for like three or four years. The 360 was the console because it had like all of these games like Halo." And I think like now people just don't get it where they're like, "How does the Xbox compete with Sony and all this?" And I'm like, "Because there was a small pocket of time, about a three to four year pocket of time." where the Xbox was the home for every good co-op game. Yeah. Well, it was the best. It was the best console back in the day. Two, two, yeah. two things. I'm slowly okay. losing my mind. All right. One, All right. currently, I would say between PlayStation and Xbox, Xbox is the better deal right now because you get all the game free pass games. Game Pass is insane. Pass. But, mm -hmm. like, yeah, whatever. I'm just going to put that out there. Yeah. But number two, yes, Halo 1, 2, and 3 are an incredible experience correct and everyone who played them when you went to go finish the fight that was the hypest shit that was the best marketing done. campaign potentially in all of gaming <laughs> incredible <laughs> especially considering the way halo 2 ended everyone was like what yeah the way they were just yeah. like finish the fight you were like that's goddamn right master chief <laughs> like you were ready i just looked it up because i was like i need to i need to look this up when to come out what halo 3 september 25th 2007 so there are people right now who are 14. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say all the way to 18, 19, 20, who hadn't, did not even have the possibility to recognize what Halo That's was. That's what at I'm the time, saying. Who are now like that? Seeing you the know, numbers they think, is blowing. They my think mind. we're crazy. Uh -huh. They think we're insane. When we get hyped for a new Halo game, they think we have lost our fucking marbles. They're like these goddamn millennials are insane. There hasn't ever been a good Halo, and we're like, you weren't there. You missed. You it. weren't there. You don't. You don't know what it was like. You weren't there. I can visually, in my mind's eye, and I don't do this often, but I can see the commercial where I'm running through like the desert and he drops yeah. a shield. And, like, it was a great can... marketing campaign. It was one of the best. Yeah, <clears throat> one of the best of all time. I still, <laughs> I have watched that fucking diorama like four or five times, where they're just like slow zooming through it all, and then Chief looks at the camera at the end, and then it says believe. Cause that shit's fucking hype as hell. <laughs> no, I got, good. I, I got, I was lucky enough. Cause you know, my, my strategy background, I was invited to three, four, three industries, Halo museum for Halo Wars too. Yeah. 
Not yeah. for the not for Halo, but for the strategy game. Sure. So when I went there, like it's hard to not get emotional because their lunchroom is is designed as like the set from Forward Unto Dawn. Yeah. And like even now when you hear that music, that duh, 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 like it makes you so emotional. You know, like it's weird. Like it it's this cultural zeitgeist. You had to be there. And if you weren't there, you just look at it and you're like, why are all these old people so fucking hype? And I'm like, there's nothing. <laughs> there's there's like it's even now I've been playing the crap out of Halo Infinite. Uh-huh. And every time I'm in the lobby, normally I mute the game music and play my own music. This is the first time I'm like, I forgot how fucking sweet the Halo OST is. Like even the new one, I'm like, this music has no right being this good, but like Unreal Tournament and Halo always had amazing tracks. Like they they never did not have good tracks. Oh God, did I disconnect in the middle of that? No. Okay, I'm back. No, no we heard it all. We heard it all. <laughs> oh, we heard it. <clears throat> yeah, we heard it. So did everyone else. Oh, we heard it. Jeez, Boomer. God, Boomer. Yeah, fucking old. Person. I stand by the fact that the best Vine ever. This this is how I know I'm older. I'm like the best Vine. <laughs> the best Vine with those boys in the bathroom doing the Halo OS set. <clears throat> was always funny i don't know if i ever like, saw that oh oh yeah like, yes oh, yes yes they do the harmony like, using bathroom acoustics <laughs> it's so good i still hum the halo theme all the time yeah. and, or just various moments yeah yeah anyways now that we've uh, let our entire audience now the cat's out of the bag that we're all old what jay who let's talk about the mc what crew. hawkeye one and two episode one and two are Flash. out Haters. But the new news, the big news, uh, that Spider-Man movies tickets are available, and they're fucking sold out. Uh, I I couldn't get a fucking ticket. What I'm the gonna fuck? be honest. What the fuck? They went on sale like three sure. hours ago. People I'm are not sure I would have wanted to get a ticket because that means the theater's packed. Yeah. Y'all, last time I went to a movie theater, I know J- uh, JP talked about this too. Oh, they're I not still doing the social. Seats. Yeah, I still bought four yeah. seats for two people. Yeah, hundred percent. They're not doing the social distancing thing anymore, and that's scary because <clears throat> holiday season, people are traveling, they're getting together with their families. We're talking about groupings, and they're going to be all packed into these movie theaters. Yeah, I'm kind of. I don't know. I don't know if I want to go opening day. That's kind of spooky. Yeah. We got a new variant on the loose. It's true. Not everybody has their booster. Like, I'm not trying to be that person, the Debbie Downer. But, man, imagine me getting real. through two years of this and then getting COVID. I would be pissed. I'd be well, throwing hands in the movie theater. Here's the other thing, too, uh, is that would be about two weeks after Thanksgiving-ish. Maybe three weeks, really. But uh, that's, that's prime uh, COVID incubation, you know? That's uh... <laughs> exactly that means you're contagious and people have been traveling for the holiday season because finally people are like, oh, yeah, it's OK. Travel has opened back up. It's like we got a new variant. Not everyone has their booster. I. Yeah, you got to do, it, you gotta do it the, the smart way. <laughs> 11 p.m. showing on a Wednesday. I went I went That's for a, when you go. I went for a late night yeah. Sunday showing. Uh, and there was only two people in the theater so far that had bought tickets, but Thursday, yeah. Friday, and Saturday at like prime time, like six or seven PM, all sold out, all completely sold out. Uh, which is, I was telling Jesse before we started, uh, 
it's it's very strange to see that in a post-COVID world because I haven't seen a theater sold out in two years, right? Like it's hype. The kids love the Spider Man. The kids love the Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. Also, shout out to uh, Soapy Pickles in my chat saying Omicron roll out. Good job. Good job. (laughs) Why'd they have to name it that? I don't know. I mean, look, look. If you want. If you want the boomers to be afraid, you start naming shit after Transformers. That's what you do. Yeah, Decepticon means they're not going to trust it. <laughs> they're going to be like, I don't, that doesn't sound real to me. It sounds like a deception. It's like, oh, they're good. They're good. <laughs> yeah, where's oh my gosh. star Starscream? Good Starscream in yeah. here. <laughs> now, if they it. said it was the Optimus, like the Optimus variant, I would be like, who better believe that's going to screw with people? You all get that vaccine. <laughs> For some reason, I want to call, and I know it's not. But I want to call, oh, it was just Jazz. I was about to say, where's DJ Jazzy Jeff, the Transformer? But it was just Jazz. No, that's just Jazz. Yeah. just Jazz. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, tickets are sold out. It was wild. Uh, I guess people are really excited about that uh, that Spoodermans. That's uh, crazy to see. I saw a guy post an entire video. This is the level of excitement. Guy posted an entire video and it was based off of a newsprint ad for Spider-Man from some South American country, and I do not know which one it was. Okay, but it like has sort of like cutouts of various scenes, uh-huh. and one of the cutouts it's it's a black and white photo of Spider-Man, but in the background is like half the head of another Spider-Man, and he's like. <gasps> confirmation and i was like oh boy people are really excited for this they're like anything they can grab on it's it's kind of interesting to think about the the idea that like this has been 20 years of build-up if the other spider-man are in it right yeah yeah i mean they've done they've knocked it out of the park with this marketing because i've never understood it but kids love spider-man yeah. What was chat? What was your favorite superhero when you were a kid? My, I'm gonna be honest. Mine was not Spider Man. Mine was not Spider Man. For some reason, kids friggin' love Spider Man. I don't get it. But you know, I'm not saying Spider Man sucks. I'm just saying that was not my. I was like Batman and and Wolverine. I, I was uh, that Wolverine. was my two. Wolverine. Yeah. Was good. But that's because yeah. we grew up with the animated show and the comics in the early '90s. And yeah. I suppose. Do you, yeah. Do you think there's an old interview? Um, oh man, there's an old interview where they're talking about Spider-Man and how Stan Lee says that the, the reason he thinks Spider-Man was successful is because he is a superhero that does not show any skin. And so that means anyone watching can can be under the mask. Yeah. And he's like, we didn't intend for that to happen, but it's a really great side effect of the fact that, you know, underneath the costume, anyone can be Spider-Man. So it's much more likable that way. I don't know if that's true, because I know there are many other comic book heroes that are all completely covered. But I makes sense. Him being also like a young kid, being working class, having to like deal with school shit. Like, I feel like he's more relatable to a wider audience than being a billionaire. Or being a mutant with regenerative powers, or being like he has, there's something about him that is very low level, and because he keeps most of what he does street level, you know, he's a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. That that's I don't know. It's a fascinating interview. I'm not sense. sure how much of it is true, but it's it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not wired that way. 
I don't I don't stand superheroes because they're relatable. I want them to be unrelatable. Why the hell? What kind of loser fantasizes over their own life? You're going to fantasize. Whoa, Why not whoa, be a mutant? Whoa, don't. And that's like 90% of our audience, Bronze here. What do you, come on, retract that statement. Get it out of here. I'm just, I need I'm just saying, like, if you're going to, we got to, if you're going to fantasize, if you're going to fantasize, why are you fantasizing about being broke? You should fantasize about being Batman. He if you can broke, choose bronze, to be yourself woke, or okay. Batman, you be Batman. Can I tell you, can I, I tell you why everyone wanted to be Spider-Man? Because Batman didn't have Mary Jane. Let's be real. Let's be real. You're goddamn right. I'm just, that's I'm, goddamn I'm just right. letting Mary you know right now. Right letting you know right now. If I could choose between being me and an X-Men, I would choose the X-Men. Being Storm or Rogue. Well, yeah. Psylocke. But that's this not the a- question. Because, of course, you're going to choose them over you, Bronze. Like, duh. Duh. You know the question is, if you had to choose Spider-Man or an X-Man, you would choose an X-Man. That's what you should have said. Right? I don't... Um, no, I'd I'd go Spider-Man. Too. Because, look, here's the thing. Most of Spider-Man's villains, they're like... They're like... They're... You know, they're they're villains. But there's not like an X-Man villain. There's not like an Omega-level mutant. There's... You, you know? You're not fighting some guy who's gonna fucking destroy you by looking at you. You had all the Spider-Man villains who just kind of, you know... They fight them. It's all a fair fight. I think I'd, I think I'd Listen, want to be Jubilee. I can't tell Not much is expected of Jubilee. No, Jubilee sucks. Jubilee's always yeah, right? have feedback. I, what am I, 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 I had a friend group, and they were all talking about all the different X-Men that we could be, and they were like, JP's Jubilee, and I said, fuck you, and I left that friend group, and I never no, talked to him again. Being, I'd be happy being Jubilee, because not much is expected of me, and I can do fireworks with my hands. So I'm like, pretty okay. I'm like, <laughs> that's so- <laughs> all you can do though yeah i'm fine with it like i don't need i don't need all those powers jubilee a vampire isn't she a vampire not Uh, anymore she got killed oh she got killed yeah like basic level one jubilee that's where i would i just that's as much as i want it's too much responsibility to be like one of the x-men who has to save the world i want to be one of the x-men who's like i'm here if you need me (laughs) (laughs) stupid powers yeah i'd be fine with that if Jubilee gets so you the just movies, be gold I'm balls? Not into it. Yeah. Jesse, you just be gold balls? Yeah, that's me. <laughs> I don't need a lot. I don't need, I'm fine. All the X-Men is just too much for me. I'm like. Maybe so. I'm still reeling from the fact that people don't want to be Batman. Uh, Batman. Well, Batman's Trump. parents died. You know, he, yeah, he's Batman's kind of, a uh, mess. Kind of an absolute mess at all times. So, yeah, but His when you're a kid, is a living hell. Yeah, when you're a kid, you're not that smart. When you're a kid, you're like, <laughs> that has rich. Oh, so you're saying that he's got the, a cool car. The kid logic he, has to be weighed in here. I I am tonight. Well, that's what I'm saying. When I was a kid, I definitely wanted to be Batman. I was not like Could you I want to be Spider-Man. I was like, I'm the Bat. Could you imagine? I'm, I have a big car. Dealing with the Joker would be a nightmare. Yeah, you, like, it would suck. Terrible. You would just Here's be like question. drinking or eating a steak, and then you get a call from Alfred, like, "Dude, the Joker just murdered someone, and uh, yes. you got to go deal with it." And you're like, F- "I was enjoying a goddamn steak, goddamn it." Yeah, that's that's my question for you, Bronze. <laughs> would you do you like the idea of being Bruce Wayne or the idea of being Batman? Okay, Cause... let me put myself in child Bronze's brain. Okay, Batman. Okay. Okay. 
And is it because of the bat suit alone, or is it because of the gadgets? Why Batman? He's like a drag queen. It's the showmanship. You know? The the like there's showmanship there. The way he's like repelling everywhere. I am the knight, you know? And you're just like, whoa, what is this? Are you telling me Jubilee isn't showmanship? Because frankly, Showman- I think we can do <laughs> Jubilee can do a fucking Jubilee sucks. Batman peril. That's the official MCU crew statement on Jubilee. She sucks. She's a you could like swing in and be like I'm here to stuff you, Joker. I'll be like, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll show up with you. Like, don't worry. I got your back, Batman. <laughs> oh, my God. It's awful. It's awful. It's bad stuff. Bad stuff. <laughs> you guys don't oh, think Robin? Batman oh, has a I lot mean, of Robin? showmanship? Right. You don't think Batman has a lot of showmanship? Like, he does the most. Yeah. He does the most, like his car, his outfit, his gadgets. You're Maybe. just like, bro, what are you doing? He just really likes bats. And I think that that's kind of the thing when you're a kid is like when you really like something like dinosaurs, well, I think that's you more would Bruce totally Wayne. dress up as a pterodactyl and have like a pterodactyl car and a pterodactyl, you know, and be like, I'm pterodon. That's like. Pterodon, you know? that's the pterodactyl hero. That you went pterodon? Like, te- is that like terror and then dawn at the yeah. end? So you're like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. he's a terror. Yeah, he's a terror. A terror dactyl. It's not bad. It's not bad. Say what you want about Batman. It's no Jubilee. He's really good at marketing. He has a light in the sky. True. 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 He does. Have, he did not, put a spotlight on there with some metal, with a metal bat in front of it. And it kind of worked out. Bad. If you need a Robin, I'm I'm totally in. <laughs> As long as I can say, like, holy expletive, Batman. Like, you know. Like, Wait, can I be holy like. Holy uh, shit, Batman. That's what I'll I'll say. I, I would have to be a villain in that world. And so I would have to be. No way. No I'd be way. like you Mr. Are, Freeze. You are Gordon. I'm you are Gordon. Gordon. Get a, yeah, you're, yeah Gordon. you're Gordon. You're Gordon. But no, 100%. I don't think I'm Gordon. You're Gordon. Gordon's bro. like way too good of a person for me to be Gordon. You're Gordon, bro. Bro, this is just like Jubilee all over again. <laughs> wicked wist of the <coughs> wicked witch of the east, bro. I'd be the Riddler. Keep down in a bubble, bro. I'd be the Riddler, hundred percent. You're Gordon, bro. <laughs> Anyways, we did have some uh, Spider-Man news today. Not just the tickets. Uh, Amy Pascal. I was trying to find like what her actual title was, but it just says that she's rich. When you go her name, <laughs> it just says that Amy Beth Pascal is an American business executive and film producer. <laughs> it doesn't, uh, what is she? Uh, she is the chairperson of the motion picture group of Sony Pictures Entertainment and co-chairperson of SPE, including Sony Pictures Television. That's only till 2015. So what the fuck is her actual title now? I don't know. I don't know how she's involved with Sony. But she's she's a big wig over there. She gave an interview <clears throat> this morning with uh, Fandango, then went live, and she just uh, casually dropped the idea that they're making three more movies with Tom Holland and Marvel. Like she's put it out there. There's three more Spider Men's coming, uh, so I guess we don't have to worry about Tom Holland leaving anytime soon, because we got three more films 
and it's a collaboration that's going to continue. And now I don't even know. I guess that means we're going to go like we're getting like college Spider-Man. Or does he even go to college? Is he a college dropout? I don't know. You guys are both reading something. And so I'm just like stretching this I'm, segment well, out and saying, I don't know, as I, long as possible till someone it's Jubilee all over again. No, I went to go. So I Googled Amy Pascal because I have no idea who Amy Pascal is. I'm sure I should. Me too. And I Me ended too. up trying to read while you were talking about it, I was trying to read up on who Amy Pascal is. And I'm not sure I still understand. I guess she's like a big wig. Yeah. I know that she hobnobs with like all the celebrities. Correct. So like cool. Um, but yeah, when it comes to three more movies, I, I, you know, I would assume, but that doesn't necessarily mean three that, yeah. Spider-Man movies. Chad just said the That's same thing, and I guess movies. that makes sense. So do you think we get another standalone Spider-Man, or is this the last one? Um, I think this is going to be the last standalone, but Spider-Man's going to be with, like, other people in other movies, and then he'll be in the, uh... She said three Spider-Man movies, huh? It doesn't <laughs> yeah, necessarily well, mean... She's... I mean, this is the this is it right here. This is where this is the interview. Uh, it says, you know, as you wrap up the trilogy, this film's in collaboration with Marvel Studios. And then she says, can I say something about that? And Fandango's just says, sure. So this is not the last movie we're going to make with Marvel. This is not the last Spider-Man movie. We're getting ready to make the next Spider-Man movie with Tom Holland and Marvel. It isn't just part of we're, we're thinking of this as three films. And now we're going to go on to the next three. This is not the last of our MCU movies. So that makes it that does make it seem like there's actually Spider-Man movies and not just You're right. collaborating. Yeah. It could very well I just don't know what it means only because Sony has a history of like well we own the property so let's make a thing it doesn't have to be good but we'll just make it and so I'm curious what these films will be mm. but it definitely seems like them saying hey we're going to make more means we are still in bed with marvel and so don't don't count old sony out yet you know what i mean like it's another reason that they can keep the ip of spider-man right i'm just trying to think like know. who else he would from a story perspective it makes sense for the the doc strange or dr strange i shouldn't say doc strange uh but i there's not really like another character that he needs to or, or that he can team up with on that level i don't think Unless they start dropping like Wolverine or some shit, and then we they get like a Venom. Wolverine Spider-Man crossover, they could do what Venom. Post, but what if the post-credits thing is Venom? I don't know, man. That 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 honestly is what bothers me the most is that Sony's like trying to shoehorn Venom into this whole thing, and I like I just keep Spider-Man out you of know my what, Venom. It, it, or keep, yeah, keep if they, were, if they were, if they were smart, it w they wouldn't try to do a Sinister Six thing, which I think is what this movie is the best we're gonna get of that. What well, if they were smart, they would do things like way off, the, like Spider Man X Deadpool. You know what I mean? Like things that people want to see that are just ludicrous. Yeah, I would love for that to happen. If yeah. it was like in this movie, Spider Man. Deadpool and Wolverine get caught up in a thing. I would be like, that might be the, the most fan. <laughs> yeah, like that, the that is the most fan friendly movie I've ever heard of in my life.
Yeah. That would be wild. Hugh Jackman, Ryan Reynolds, and Tom Holland. Sign me up. Yeah. Now that's what the multiverse should exist for. True. That right there. True. Have those three together would be perfect. Yeah. It would be good. They could also wait till um introduce like the uh Fantastic Four, then do like a Spider-Man Fantastic Four crossover. Or they could also sure. just do a Miles Morales Morales. They could just introduce him. Bring in some multiple Spider-Man. If they bring yeah. in the entire Sp- Spider-Verse, though, and then that, like, mixes with the rest of the MCU, that'd be kind of fucking weird. Imagine, like, I think in our minds, we're thinking that because everyone wants to see the three Spider-Men together, uh-huh. that that's what's going to happen. But, like, imagine if there was a world where all this, like, you know, at the end of that trailer, where he's like, they're all coming through. Like, what if the last ten minutes of this movie is... Everyone, every Spider-Man, they were just like, throw them all in there. They just do like a Madam Web moment or something. Every single one, just like as crazy as possible. I know that's not what they're going to do, but like in my, in my perfect weird world, they were just like, it's every Spider-Man. I mean, I could every see it happening one. and I could see, um, I could, I can already like see the response Dr. Strange would give that, right? From like yeah. uh from from the character position and from uh the actor position, but I don't know, maybe. They could do it. They could do it. It'd be weird though. But it would also canonize Spider Verse. Yeah. Everything in the Spider Verse would be canon, which would be pretty fun. Just to like really Well that's go probably out there the end goal like... from Sony, right? Because they want to canonize yeah. all that. They want that. They want those tendrils in as many MCU properties as as possible so they can continue to make films. It is absolutely brilliant on Sony's part to be like, hey, look, all those Spider-Men we made, those still count and are part of your MCU. So enjoy, nerds. That is brilliant. So. Yeah. I I, I bet you somewhere like, I don't know, 30, 40 years from now, there will be a movie about how all of this came to be in the boardrooms <laughs> behind the scenes of like, we don't have enough money for that. And then it's like Kevin, Kevin like slams his fist down on it. He's like, 10 years, we're going to do a culmination movie and it's going to beat Avatar. And then like some weird music will play and then it'll skip ahead and think, it'll happen. Do you think that was, I, I would love to know. There was definitely when, arguments. Well, I mean, at some point, because if you remember, there was there was two big debate moments that we all were not privy to. One was when they first were trying to get Spider-Man in the MCU. Right. And they didn't have the rights to it. And then suddenly Spider-Man is in Civil War. And everyone's like, oh, how'd that happen? And then there was another point in time where they were like, well, there's not going to be another Spider-Man movie. And then all of a sudden there was. And I wonder if that was just, like, bluffing or if behind the scenes they were like, look, we'll do a movie where all the Spider-Men are in and it's like all your movies are now part of the MCU and I feel so you like can re-release them and resell them, like, that kind of thing. I wonder. It was, it, it's probably a lot of just random things that, like, them releasing Spider-Verse and then it doing as well as it did probably made Marvel look a second time and be like, oh, fuck, like, we got to work with them, right? Like, sure, th- this is making, this is actually doing well. It's it's critically doing well. 
monetarily doing well, like we got to work with them. Um, and then it's also the type of thing too, where I think, uh, Kevin has, uh, Mr. Faggy has so much pull that like, if he really wants something, he can just like fight for it and it'll eventually happen. Right. Like the, the mouse will give him the money for it. And he probably did that, uh, for a couple of, uh, Spider-Man related things with Sony. Um, where he was just like, he walked out of a room and like said, fucking figure it out. <laughs> then the next day they figured it out, right? The lawyers got together and they figured out how they can make that work both monetarily and legally. Um, but he definitely had to fight for some stuff. I think he's probably been fighting for everything since Iron Man one, right? There, there's been so many different stories of him fighting the, um, not necessarily like the writer's room, but like the creative com- uh, committee that they often talk about where they want to take things a certain way. And he said, no, uh, and, and like struck down so many different paths that the MCU could have gone in. Um, and that's been pretty widely written about, I think for the most part, but that's interesting. It does put a lot of, um, the pressure on him. If things are successful, he He hasn't fucked up yet. Well, I mean, like there's some things that are pretty jank, but uh, I think it's interesting that if something doesn't end up well, he's never the one to blame. It's always someone else. Mm. So, like, he's it's fascinating to see the he niche he's yeah. crafted for himself. He's got like a bulletproof vest to a lot of like. Yeah, he really uh, does. Like, if a movie isn't great or if a TV show isn't great, everyone's just like, "Oh, well, actor, writer, director, this, that, whatever." And he's kind of above it. But if things get are amazing, everyone's like. That's that my mother- boy. That motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Uh that's I think it for the old Spider-Man. I, will... I just thought it was a marketing ploy. For what? That Kevin was a marketing like... ploy? That's no, brutal. that that's why they brought in all the Spider-Men in the sense of like Oh, oh. Cuz that's kind of where I was going with like kids love Spider-Man and then yeah. I got sidetracked by who did people want to be when they were kids? Like, kids love Spider-Man, but if you talk to elder millennials, for them, what's-his-face is the Spider-Man. Gosh, he's such a great actor, and I can't think of his name right now. Old Seabiscuit. Tobey Maguire? Tobey Maguire, thank you. Um, Tobey Maguire is their Spider-Man. When you talk to people that are, like, It's generational. Younger. Yeah. So by bringing them all in you hit like three different age demographics on what would be like a movie that would normally be probably more appealing to kids. I'm not saying adults don't watch Spider-Man. I'm just saying there is a subset of people that do like Tobey Maguire Spider-Man more than Tom Holland. And I, cause I see them on Twitter all the time. I, I see it all the time where they say, Oh, this is my Spider-Man, and it's a Tobey Maguire gif, and it has like yeah, fifty thousand likes. Their avatar is them like recreating the the, the Tobey Maguire kiss and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I was like joking about somebody photoshopping Tobey Maguire into the MCU, um, and there's like a series of of YouTube videos called Toby in the MCU. Yeah, but they have tons of views. Like this is someone's full time gig because people wanted Toby in the MCU. Mm-hmm. So I think it's that same thing we're talking about with X, like with Halo and stuff where it's like, or Xbox, like 
for people that were there for that magic of the Raimi Spider-Mans, they are still holding on to that because it was very different than the Tom Holland vibes, like not even close. And so this is their best way of hitting up both demographics. Yeah. I mean, it'll definitely capture, a, uh, you know, the what's the old saying? You cast a wider net, you bring in more fish or whatever. I mean, it depends on how that mm -hmm. net is cast. Obviously, if you <laughs> if watch, it's, if it's the... cast with a spun like you're supposed to do, or a spin like yeah, you're supposed to you do. know, if you watch the last Star Wars movie, you know that that attempt to like make <laughs> everyone happy made no one happy. That was a garbage film, and you know you can try to make everyone happy with this, but I hope they just tell a story. And if the others happen to be in it, great. If they aren't in it. I am. I cannot wait to see what the internet says. That'll be wild. If it's yeah. like you guys just made it up and we told you we weren't in it, we told you numerous times you weren't in it. Uh, I think. I mean, uh, somewhere in uh, Canada, a uh, movie theater leaked a cast list, and and they were in it. They were on it. So, yeah, but like, mm. I think they're in that film. What if that's also a lie? I think uh, Canada doesn't lie. That's against you. You actually lose citizenship. I mean, I believe that. I have all the things you I get believe. Deported from the country. Yeah. 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 It's just how it goes. Canadians in the chat will verify, <clears throat> and they can't lie. That's so. actually how French Canada came to be. They're Quebec all liars. Is the, they're all liars. <laughs> they were removed <laughs> from Canada and forced to speak French. And we're gonna get some letters. <laughs> There's one thing I know about Quebec is they have a lot to say. <laughs> We're gonna get some letters. I don't, okay, here's here's my thing. I recently hosted this like um, Age of Empires like combat event with someone from Canada, uh -huh. and uh, I was telling her I was like, "Oh, I love Canada. Like, I'm a big fan of Toronto. I love going to Calgary and Surrey, and they have these big Indian markets there." I was like, and I was like, I went to Montreal for one school trip, race most racist city I've ever been in my life. Like, really? I was like, I was. I, I have shocked. spent a lot of time in Montreal. And, I like that. Here's city. the crazy thing. Every Canadian I talked to and I'm like, yeah, I wanted to love Montreal. It was beautiful. But like, I just had so many like racist encounters and they're like, oh, yeah, Quebec do be like that. Like even Canadians say it. And I'm like. It's definitely true. If you go to like uh, if you go to like uh, Mon Montreal City or not Montreal City, maybe it's Quebec City. There's like something city that's very it's like an hour <clears throat> northeast of uh, Montreal. That is like the real French Canadians, <laughs> if that makes sense. The like country French Canadians and that shit. Uh, yeah, Quebec City. There you go. It's the capital of Quebec. That's where you got to stay clear. Hey, one in chat. I'm from Montreal. Unfortunately, very true. Thanks. I was shocked. I thought it was a joke. Someone called me a slur and I thought it was a joke. I was like, ah, ha, ha. and then I saw their face and I was like, it's not a joke. Oh, are you actually being racist? Yeah. Like, because you just don't usually have that happen in like big cities. Usually, I don't know. Like, I'm not saying, oh, like people are not usually that bold. Like in America, it's generally understood if you act like that, you will get popped in the mouth, you know? But like, there, well, look, people the were bold. And I was like, I will, I will <clears throat> beat your old white ass. Like, did you, I'm American. <laughs> Well, bronze is banned in Canada. We we can never go to Canada, guys. Yeah, we're look. look, we're not gonna be able to tour up there if we ever do that. 
so sorry. Just so sorry. We'll have, to go to Van- we'll have to go to Vancouver <laughs> yeah, we'll somewhere. To, we'll oh, my God. We'll go to the old yeah, uh, yeah. Listen, the- v- Vancouver and Toronto are better than Montreal. Whoa. No, Vancouverites, Whoa. Torontonians. Whoa. I need to. Through. I'm going to have to get like one of those legal things where you just talk real fast and say a bunch of legal jargon for this show. So anytime Hotel Bronze again shows up, I just hit it real quick and me and Jesse are scot-free. We can just walk out of here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hide out in Calgary for a while while you guys start causing drama. There you go. There you go. Uh, the other thing, which is gaming related, um, is that apparently there is a new Marvel MMO. That's currently in early development. By the DC uh, Universe, guys. By, well, you say DC Universe. I say City of Heroes, folk. Because they are the real, that's the that's the real superhero MMO I mean, you're game. You're right. You're that's, right. Yeah. Yeah. Very early in development. Um, which could be exciting. Could also be dog shit. Because it's probably going to be mobilified. And it'll probably be a mo- mobile MMO. Rather than a uh, a full blown MMO, but who knows? Who could say? Uh, Probably a mobile MMO. All I mean, right, they I'm have out. a mobile MMO right now already. I guess with. Uh, I mean, like okay, I just I don't mobile game, and I know I, that makes that officially <clears throat> makes me an old person because I realize that mobile games is exactly the number one market for video games right now. Yeah, but like, yeah, I don't I don't mobile game. I mean, Marvel Future Revolution is straight up a MMO. Like you fly around and do quests and all that shit. So it's, and it's a mobile game, but maybe they wouldn't make another one of those. We'll see. Uh, okay. I'm going to have another spicy opinion. I just don't think the MMO format works for superhero stuff because. Did you play of City the of way Heroes? Level. Yeah, I didn't like it. You know which oh. one I did like, though? The oh. Path of Exile style Marvel game. That was so good. Yeah, that got canceled. They they killed that. Yeah, but it was I don't know why. I felt like that format worked it. for superheroes. Like cuz you kind of already have power and basically what you're unlocking is like the the loot and mm-hmm. the power set that they had was really fun and I played the crap out of that. Marvel Heroes. Yes, I love that game. I was like, "Oh, we should have more superhero games that follow that arpg format because it, that to me makes bad. more sense than an mmo format yeah i mean i i enjoyed that it's as weird well. playing superman when there's like three other supermans sure i mean I, that's i i don't if you played city of heroes i don't think you're gonna have like superman's so you're gonna have like right superman's power like oh you can fly now yeah that's why city of heroes yeah. i think works so well is it was essentially every like uh. small canonical oh you've got wolverine claws but you can also make bubbles and uh fireworks as well <laughs> so you can put bubbles around yourself and fly and uh you can do fireworks for a little crowd control <laughs> and then you can get in there and brawl with wolverine's claws that are made out of bone so have fun <laughs> that was how that game worked it was good. It actually has a pretty beloved fan base. Uh, now that I think about it, a uh, friend of the show, Octopimp, is like a massive City of Heroes fans. I think he still plays uh, not official servers uh, as of like the past couple of months. So I think City of Heroes will always 
live rent free in my head as the only game that we sold for PlayStation 3 that was 99 cents. What? You mean like it, from the bargain the, bin? No, like on the shelf. It was 99 cents. Like full like when in the in the like used games for PlayStation 3, people would ask me all the time, like, what are your cheapest games? And every single time when I sorted by price, it would be City of Heroes for 99 cents. I think at one point it spiked at a dollar ninety-nine. Well, there was also, because it had a monthly sub, but there was also City of Villains. And so they would sell City of Heroes for cheap, and then you would get COV for a full price. And then eventually they started packaging that together. And I also had a monthly sub. So. I think that's why it was 99 cents. So confusing, people, yeah. If you buy the game, you still have to get the sponsored or you have to get the subscription you had to get the monthly sub yeah of like 10 bucks or something yeah. like that yeah anyways we'll see when that comes out probably in 2024 or something when all when when the x-men's come out that'll be the tie-in you get an x-men's mmo you guys want to talk uh bronze bro well actually before that hold on i need a i need a statue i need a statue opinion what do you guys think what do you think here that's pretty great that's pretty is that great. a variant because it doesn't look that's like it's pre yeah yeah it's president loki it's not the no i'm just saying like look at that face that doesn't look like him <laughs> the, whenever the, i put a mask on him somehow i just put, <laughs> like, something it on doesn't him. look like him at all <laughs> I at just, all i just want look at this look at this gator this crocodile he's just like hey how's it going he's just take it out the crocodile is great the outfit and the whole thing is great that face does not look like that's him. that's it's Loki running Tom. for president. That's what that he looked like. Not him. That's what he would that look. Is, he would be photoshopped and uh, he'd look a little presidential. And you know. this is this is it's not like that. Does not look like him. Did they all. change his the shape of his face or is it is it the cheekbones yeah, it's or is jarring. it It's not him. Let's see. Which is insane because I have the sideshow collectibles Doctor Strange and it looks like Benedict Cumberbatch. Like I have a little I miniature. Think, I think they modeled Benedict. it after this. You're going to show me the shot where he walks into the room? Oh. Here's the thing. That does not, that does not look like that. And more importantly, that's a photoshopped look that does not look like him. That's photoshopped. And that's terrible. They the worst part is go back to that Photoshop. They clearly enlarged his head <laughs> to fit the mask. This is the worst thing you've ever done. <laughs> this is the worst thing. Look, I just right, I just want to hit all tab it. I just like it's I not like, like this, this is great. face. It's great. It's too big. They like made the top of his head bigger to fit the helmet. It's not. This is not good. This sucks. Yeah, this sucks. That's not that's not how he looks at all. Oh yeah. His hairline is kind of peaking. His he's got a five head in this. Yes. Because that's what I'm if saying. You look his... at that strip. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I mean his five <laughs> head is like the size of my hand this way. Yes, I mean, his head is like, too no, they that's made the his same head here. Too look, big. look, right, like right here. That's no, the same. No, but okay, they but made like his head. 
Yeah, but oh, that's like... Oh, the proportions like... are off. Oh, no. Yes, it's yeah. way off. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, oh, there, his forehead's no. normal. On the figure, his forehead is like brainulo. It's like a big-ass forehead. Mm. It's a lot. It's too much. I can't stare at this anymore. Like, if, yeah, if you look, just if you just look at it, the face is too, is, the face is like down here <laughs> and the rest of it's up here. It's ridiculous looking. We're, we're, we're not purchasing uh, that statue. I've talked Don't. myself out of it. I've talked myself out of it. It's, uh, it's gone. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about Hawkeye. Episode one and yeah. two. Uh, bronze brought it to my mm. attention. And I guess also I I did see the people in the uh the tweet comments that were already full on arguing about this show. Apparently this is like a, a, a divisive show. I didn't realize. Uh and I I guess I need to be walked through why in a lot of ways. Um however, I will say the fact that we got to see a amazing slash awful Broadway show uh, that Clint had to relive while also having massive amounts of PTSD from the entire situation and then going to the restroom and seeing Thanos was right on the back of a urinal. I thought that was great. I thought that was like one of the best situations that I've seen in a uh, in an MCU project. But let me know why I'm wrong, why, or at least what you guys have seen, why I'm wrong. I, I enjoyed the show. I think episode two is a little slow, but they got to set some stuff up. They got to. The LARPing also sold me. I think I'm easy to please because seeing Clint Barton LARP is, uh, is 10 uh, out of 10. I made an e- easier to please because I knew going in what this is is a diehard esque action m- yes. movie, yeah. movie set during Christmas. And so. I knew what to expect, and the fact that they delivered immediately where they were like, all right, so there's going to be a scene where she's sneaking around in the background. We're going to play a creepy version of Carol of the Bells, and I was like, <laughs> they're doing it. They're doing all the things I need. Um, yeah, it's it's like a slow start, but uh, we'll see. I don't – this, again, I think falls in the category of I don't understand – what they were thinking when they were like well yeah yeah so the world almost ended and there's a giant monster in the ocean like yeah. hanging out like this and now we're gonna have like a like a two people caught up in some crazy shit in <laughs> christmas time in New that's, York City. that's you know it's crazy to me i had to forget about that aspect because it is it's wild right like that's just wild as fuck that that's where we're at in the MCU. I think it would be like, everything's canceled. They, they, they couldn't go to the musical because a literal man popped out of the earth. <laughs> like, there's no riots. People aren't, like, losing their minds. Like, this episode, this whole show would be like, Clint wanted to have, you know, a nice Christmas, but he can't because the earth has gone crazy. I would love for someone to ask really anyone that's high up, uh, but I guess Kevin... Faggy, the question of yeah so how do you deal with the idea that a literal man came out of the planet but uh hawkeye is now watching an avengers play planet. how do you have those stories exist uh 
and not overlap in such a way that just, you know, it doesn't show Hawkeye just walking around saying, I'm fucking done. I'm done with this shit. <laughs> I'm done. He's just snapping his bow in half and he's he's going off into the country with his family. Never to return yeah, I, again. I will, I will say, while I enjoy, I think the thing I enjoy the most is I enjoy the dynamic between the two characters. I think it's fun yeah. to have sort of like the old, like I always love like the old grizzled guy and like the new fresh faced person. I love that dynamic. I always will. I will say, I very much do not give a shit about the family stuff. I, I care I less. Don't, the kids I don't care about, but I really am a big fan of Linda Carlini, the actress, uh, his his wife. And I love oh, how. No, 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 not his family. His family's barely in it. Oh, I'm talking oh, about oh, like oh. the other, like I'm marrying this guy who's like a that guy, like, yeah. is he evil. He's like, fucking... I don't give a shit about that. I was like, I think, this plot sucks. I think the <laughs> twist with that is that it's actually going to be the mom that did the uh that did the murder and not the stepdad or the soon-to-be stepdad i think it was like, the mom oh this guy loves like the idea that that his character setup is like hello i happen to love swords I, they are my favorite yeah. i collect so I, th- many I think swords. he just collects like, swords that's his thing i just don't like okay so like you're the sword guy and they're like let's take uh, five minutes out of this episode to duel i'm like oh, fucking shit. okay sure yeah, it's not perfect, but I would dare say none of the TV shows have been perfect so far. So it's it's fine. I'm like, all right, I can't wait to see what actually happens in this show. Uh, but uh, it's it's all right. It's all right. Yeah. Oh, chat saying that there's an actual character called the Swordsman from the comics, and that's who he is. I, I mean, that's that. fine. Sure, I, it's he could be like, a Swordsman. I'll give a fuck. Yeah. All right. It's yeah. just that that storyline. The idea of like we're gonna really, really talk about her family and her backstory and like give you like it's all right. It's yeah. all, I just don't particularly care about it. I did when I when what I want to see is like the two of them like, oh you got cool arrows? Yeah, I got pretty cool arrows. Oh, can I shoot this arrow? No, you can't. Okay, you shoot the arrow. Like I want to I want that more of that because I loved that. Yeah. Hawkeye plays a very uh or or Jeremy Renner, I sh- I will say. Plays a very good. Uh, I'm. I'm. He plays very good. Die Hard. John McClane. Right. Like I'm too old for this shit. It's, <laughs> it's literally Die Hard. But like, if if John McClane went to, he was know, a member of the Avengers. <laughs> yeah, and he, he was already a hero. And like, the person in the vents was the young protege. He's like, I gotta help this. Yeah, it has a lethal weapon vibe. It's it's a trope that I love, and yeah. I'm and I have no problem acknowledging that this is this entire thing is tropey as hell. And it's super fun. But at the same time, there's a lot of, that I'm like, we could have cut that. Well, we could have cut that. Yeah. I also have, and I I think this came through uh, the dialogue that Hawkeye has as well. There's a lot of moments where I'm just like, this motherfucker was on a spaceship going to Vormir and like went and he had the, he was at one point the strongest entity in the entire known universe because he held the infinity gauntlet. <laughs> And now he's like LARPing. Uh, and he even said as such, yeah. like, I fought Thanos. <laughs> like, I went toe-to-toe for Thanos. Uh, and there's a lot of moments where that happens, and I'm like, ah, this is kind of weird. But I don't know how else you don't do that, right? Like, you have to poke fun at yourself in, in some way. But I'm waiting for the hot take, Bronze. Yeah, I, no, like, I've been reading the face up. when me and Jesse have been saying things. So I, I've been, like, waiting. Here we like, go. 
It is garbage bullshit. I can't wait. I'm like really excited. All right, so am I. <laughs> there were things about it I liked, but overall, I, I was like, ah. yeah. Uh, like okay so well to be fair people are saying the acting is bad but man as someone who's acted before sometimes you can't save like weird dialogue to like make it look natural and okay so right off the top of my head when kate bishop is in the suit and he comes over and he says oh and she's like oh, I'm, not, I'm not a waiter and he's like oh you're the kate girl yeah oh oh I, uh, you used to come to my brownstone to drink. I'm going to start talking shit about your mom. Yeah. You know, he says, uh, she's a catch. I don't think she's a catch. I think your mom's a fucking dirty slut whore. And I'm going to tell you this as her daughter for no conceivable reason to just show you my hand that I don't like her. So then later when we have a scene together, I've already seeded that her and I don't get along. But it makes perfect sense for my character to approach yours at a party and start talking shit to you about your own mom. Because, you know, my nephew, I think could do, he could do better than her. I don't think she's much of a prize. And I'm like, why are you here? Why are you talking to her? And then, like, just weird throwaway lines where you're like, why is this here? Where it's like, listen, you're a teenager and you're rich, so you think you're indestructible. But you're not. And then we watch for the next two hours. Her money gets her out of every bad situation. And you're like, what was the point? Of- well, I think that's <laughs> the point of the show. Like, <laughs> you're just like, why was that line there for this rich lady going to a gala in a red dress to be like, you might think you're untouchable because you're rich and you're young. But trust me, you're not. There's, I will say. <laughs> Jesse, you can have this. I, I got to step like, away. I got to step away. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, what's crazy know, about that? I don't know, man. Is, you're right that a lot of the writing was, like, really heavy-handed. And my only thought process was because of the scope of the show. And they keep saying, he, you know, he made a promise he'll be home in five days. So the scope of the show is no greater like the end of the show is him getting home for Christmas. We all know that's what's going to happen. Yeah, he's going to yeah. walk in the door like that. So we only have so many days. So the scope of the show is, you know, let's say there are four days left, which means as the writers, they now have to get every ounce of background detail out so they can spend the rest of the episodes on those four days in the action and the adventure. And so what we're seeing right now is like really clunky versions of like. Get the information well, out there so we can all that's figure what I'm it out. Saying. Is it is it's clunky? Like, I, I don't know. Maybe sure. some people are stupid enough that they need to have it spelled out. When she tried to cheap shot him, and he parried her. I understood precisely what happened there. But the show is filled with them then explaining it like, no, mom, I struck at him because I knew he could parry because I knew that he was faking his skill. And I'm like, yeah, we, we know that. We obviously know she's playing dumb because she's a villain. And she's like, Oh, honey, you're just trying to kill this guy. But they explain everything to the point that you're like, even in children's films like Guardians of the Galaxy, they don't go to the effort of explaining precisely what happened on screen. Trying to- even like when you see him watching the play, his daughter comes out and explains, 
Well, I mean, for us, we were just fans of Black Widow, but I understand that she was your best friend. And it's like, yeah, we established that from the last three shots where they focus in on Black Widow. And we see Clint having a hard time with that. Like, I, th- I think we I think we know that. Like, yeah, we know we got it. But that's that's okay. the idea of of the uh, like the way they're telling this. Right. Like going back to what I was saying, it's it's you're absolutely right that it's just clunky writing. But it's them having to set up Kate as a character and do it in a way that is like, let's give all the story beats. Here's all the things about Kate so we can move on. Um, And so she has sort of a backstory. Plus, it's a catch up for people that, you know, don't remember. Plus, it's like all the – I get it. I totally am on board with you. I like – it's not anywhere near a perfect show. I think the the idea is that – figuring out what it is going in. I did not expect <laughs> the Hawkeye show to be like a winner. You know what I mean? Like it's the Hawkeye show. So I, guess, it to be okay, like phenomenal. I, guess, I guess that's where the disconnect is happening because everyone's like, Oh, well that's how I'm going to get my mom to watch it. And like, Oh, that's like, you know, that's, that's how kids understand. Like they didn't, but we're coming off of two properties where they just didn't give a fuck about that. Like, Loki did not sit here and hold your hand and explain to you exactly what was happening. And then same thing with like WandaVision and even to a certain extent, Captain America and uh, Winter Soldier. Like these shows did not sit there and explain to you right now, you know, Sam is sad because he is contemplating on losing his best friend. And then Bucky comes in and says, hey, Sam, I know you're sad because you lost your best friend. He was my best friend, too. So we haven't had this type of very clunky dialogue in any... uh, The other shows have done such a better job of very smoothly introducing this information versus the expo dumps. Like, even even the funeral scene, that was so weird to me, where this girl's father died, and she's literally just like, I have to protect you. No, honey, it's my job to protect you. I need a bow and arrow. And I was like... That's... Well, again, this is like... There had to be a better way to do that. Well, and I agree. The assumption there is that because she saw Hawkeye, the way she sees. Well, why not say something like, I I wish it had been something like, I'm never going to let this happen to anybody else in my life again. Instead of, I I need to protect you. And then her saying, no, it's my job to protect you. And her saying, I need a bow and arrow. Maybe the, I'm the, just expecting poetry here. I don't know. Maybe well, I'm I think expecting you are. too much. I, I think, I think I, because, <laughs> but, but here's the thing. I will say that I think if you went back and watched the other shows, they do a lot of, of explaining things verbally and, and really like dumping information on you. And I think if you went back and watched some of our previous episodes, we even mention it and then say it because it's done so well that we are like we've chosen to ignore it and because and, mm. and I think in this case it's not done well so it's the exact they're doing the exact same thing except we're noticing the more clunkier aspects of it compared to other versions of of them doing the exact same thing where they like in Loki some characters existed literally just to explain shit but they did it in a way that was fascinating and interesting versus a way that's like, this is why I want to do this thing. And this is why I am this way. And yeah, I don't know. It's uh, maybe because this is more down to earth. 
we don't feel the need as viewers to have stuff explained because we're not scratching our heads like, well, what do all those infinity stones mean? Right? Like that's, we aren't thinking about that. We're lit. We, we get it. It's New York. It's Christmas. There are got they're like Russian gang members. And, and then that's pretty much like that kind of, it's very simple. So when they over explain things, we're like, well, we don't need to know that. Like we, we, we get that. I don't know. I have no clue. I, I don't know. I think it's just because there's so little that happened in two episodes. Like you can recap it in about eight minutes that those expo exposition dumps really stand out as like being like, you're just kind of waiting for the show to go somewhere. Maybe that was me like Cause I was like, okay, so she's a daddy's girl. She's really attached to her dad. Like, but then the way that comes off, even in like for me, because I'm a fan of Kate Bishop from the comics, they just haven't done a very good job. Maybe I'm alone in this and making her likable. Um, That's really, and and really, I think she's great. I love Haley Steinfeld. This is great. <laughs> I, I'm not saying this about Haley Steinfeld, though, to be clear. I'm saying it about, about the way the character's written. Yeah. Because, like, for me, I would have expected her to, like, be mad at this new stepfather guy because she feels like her father's being replaced. But it seems more like she just doesn't like him. And then, I don't know. For me, there was just a disconnect somewhere in most of the dialogue where I just didn't understand, like, that dynamic, that family dynamic. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I think I mean, the, the family dynamic I just didn't is... get the show. It is the, well, I don't think, I don't think it's bad. It is the lesser part of the show, right? Like I want to see but it's like Hawkeye. A huge part of it. There's... Totally. Yeah. But for me, I'm there to see Hawkeye and Kate Bishop interact. I don't give a rat's ass about the, the family relationship at the moment, um, which is so why So you I agree that time. it's not great. I said it's the lesser part of the show. Not great's too strong. Yeah, the, the fa- the fa- <laughs> I think, you know, I stand by what I said, the family bits where it's Kate dealing with her mom and then the guy her mom wants to marry who she thinks is trying to dupe her mom yeah. and might have killed this guy like i think like that's the weakest part of the show it's the part i care about the least and i think it has the the you know everything you were talking about most of the lines of dialogue you were talking about deal with that aspect of the show right where i think that part of it is 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 pretty weak um everything else the the i, I like the tracksuit guys i thought were great the, yeah they were uh, dumb fun <laughs> yeah like Jeremy Renner and his family and like the idea, the setup of like, dude's got to get home for Christmas. I think that's a solid, simple setup. The ideas of, uh, you know, her sneaking around and, and like being the waitress. And I love all that stuff. I, it's, there's a lot to love, but that, I, I, you know, the bit about the family does not like, I don't know. I don't, there's something about it that just does not, it's not fun to me, and I don't know why. Like, I'm not. I'm, if I didn't have to watch all of it, if if I was going to rewatch this, I definitely just fast forward through those bits. Yeah, like, I just don't care. Well, there's there's definitely like the the soon to be stepdad or whatever has this like. I think he over there's a line right there's a line where he could become too comic book charactery, and and not necessarily interesting, and he oversteps it a little bit by like his level of schmarminess in almost every scene that he's in. And that definitely has, that's where I lose interest pretty quick in like his scenes. Um, especially, 
especially if it goes with the idea of like that it's a uh, it's a red herring where he's actually not the bad guy and it's his it's her mom because then that those whole scenes just seem odd to me so they have to be in some sort of they have to be in cahoots with one another right like it's an arranged if that's the situation case, if they do if they do an mcu twist and then the swordsman or whoever this character is that chat was talking about is turns it, out to be the mom yeah that would be you know what i'd be like all right then all of the setup that we're getting about the family had a payoff oh right like, I would like say it. yeah it, it, because because they're trying to red herring the dude like it seems that they're really trying to pin everything on this guy yeah who in my mind just watching their family interactions aside from the dude who got stabbed <laughs> and the fact that like rich people you know i'm gonna say it kind of dicks it's weird who knew um yeah i i uh i i don't know it's like when things happen you're reminded of of how ludicrous it all is sometimes like her apartment burnt down a cop calls and she's like uh yeah um I'll see you tomorrow yeah mm, okay yeah can i talk to you tomorrow and he's like sure and then he hangs up and he's like i was like dude drive your ass to the office and be like <laughs> You have some, well, that, your apartment burned that's down. That's what I'm saying is like, it's, there's parts of it that to me just are, they feel disconnected. There's parts I really liked. I think it's really cool that Hawkeye is, or Clint, I should say, is hard of hearing and that like, we have a character that is disabled in a way, you know, I think that's actually really fucking cool that we're seeing like the real effects of a, just a normal person, like being in this being in this line of work and i love that flashback like when when she was like how'd yeah, you lose your hearing that explanation he flips was cool. through like eight different memories like because it's like yeah. they didn't sit there and hold your hand and explain to you well i hear a lot of explosions in my line of work kid and we all know explosions are not great on the old eardrum you know like i like that they kind of that non-verbal style of storytelling or he's like it's hard to say i thought that was really cute i think it's really cute that his kid signed to him but the, I guess, like, I think in general, the, the parts of this show that y'all enjoyed, like, just didn't click for me because I didn't like the LARP section. I, I liked the way, once again, Loki did it because it felt like when, when that lady was like, listen, dude, some of us, this is like what we had. It felt more respectful for people that go to Ren Fairs that that like oh, having Ren go, frequenting okay. Ren Fair. I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> this is kind of what Ren Fair is like. It didn't feel to me like they were like, Look at these stupid fucking nerds and this stupid fucking thing they do. What a bunch of fucking losers. But the LARP thing, the entire thing for me was just cringe. And I don't even LARP, but I still was like, this was cringe well, I to me. I, I don't think it was. I didn't get that at all. I felt like they portrayed it as Jeremy Renner, Hawkeye. I guess I'm saying Jeremy Renner because it's more, that's the actor. I felt like Hawkeye would be exactly how he would be in a LARPing situation. But the way that they presented it was like true to the idea of LARPing. Maybe I'm wrong. I've never gone and LARP. So maybe that was not how LARPing is I, whatsoever. It was, it was, I think the whole thing was supposed to be, I think you're right, JP. It was supposed to be through his eyes and how he sees. Yeah. The, the LARPing. I mean, he even says, one thing about, I fought Thanos. <laughs> now he's like yeah, sword fighting with a random yeah, guy in the middle of New York. Yeah. The one thing that I think was interesting that I didn't like about it I thought the LARP was fine. The part that took me out of it, that, that when they were like, yeah, everyone LARPing here today, they're all cops and firefighters. And I was like, what? That's the line that got me. She literally says, like, it's going to get ugly real quick. 
she literally uses the words, it's going to get ugly real quick. And I was like, okay. And then, like, the entire scene with that dude where he's like, you get to be a hero every day. This is the only time I get to be a hero. It, it was just, I don't know. To me, I was like, I like that. It's line. a hobby. I thought that line was great. I am conflicted it, on that line. It's a because fucking hobby. Either that is a, I can't tell if that is a brilliant line or an insane line because the dude is a firefighter. So in my mind, that firefighter is a hero and him saying that is insane. Yeah, but he wouldn't think but himself maybe, as one. I, I think that's right. just and I'm how, like, maybe that's brilliant because he's, he yeah. was what we would, we would consider a hero, yeah. but he is like, he doesn't see himself as a hero anymore because of superheroes. I don't know. All I know is I, that line, I was like, <laughs> wait, what? The whole thing was crazy to me, but I enjoyed it. That, and I yeah. think that's most of my takeaway from the series is like, it's crazy, but I'm enjoying the hell out of it. So, you know, I'm having a good time. Yeah. Like it was, it was funny, but I don't know. I think like, uh, for a lot of us, and I, I hear this all the time, like with people who are furries, there's like a, there's a certain connotation that goes with that. Like, oh, you play D and D, you think you're a fucking wizard. You know, you play magic like to it. Like people really think it's like Bronze, this. Do you think like you're, you're a wizard? Yeah, Bronze, you're not a. Well, you, I'm just saying, like they, they act like it's like this, like really important thing to you. When most for most of us, it's like it's just a hobby, man. You know, like it's something I do on the weekend for fun to be social. The way people rock climb, like, is it important to people? Sure. Do they put a lot of time and effort and money into it? But sure, think of the inverse like, of that. If they if they treated know? it as a joke, then the entire internet would be like, oh my god, Marvel thinks LARPing is for idiots and they have no reverence for this whole thing. They would much rather deal with people saying that, you know, that it's just a hobby than like saying that they didn't treat it with reverence. Or they they, they treated it way I, too I, highly. I, I, highly disagree i think most of us are willing are, we think we are willing to laugh at that I, I i have to point to what we do in the shadows where i was like yeah it's a friggin' lark group that's hilarious where you have people that are just there having fun and somebody that takes it way too seriously and uses it as an avenue to like abuse and put down and bully other people and that's the person the vampires eat i thought that shit was hilarious i like that it's like they make jokes like that but i don't know I think like something for me about the show, there's parts of it I like, but it's too diluted with other stuff where I'm like, this is two hours. Like, I feel like this could have been 20 minutes. And I think maybe if it was all out and I could binge watch it, or maybe if it was a movie, I would have liked it a lot more. But I'm not going to like every single show the MCU puts out, and I'm not always going to agree with everyone else. And there's a lot of people that I've talked to that agree with me that are like, eh, yeah, this one's, you know, a little bit. It, so I think for me, the parts that were super rewarding for other people, I was like, eh, I loved Echo at the end. I'm very excited that for Echo. The, That's a very fucking cool character. That was the so, one thud where I was just like, that was a weird intro. <laughs> she just turned and it went fade to black. I guess we'll see. It's how the, the stupidest next fucking goes. intro. Yeah. Because unless uh, you know who she is, it 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 just came off as fucking stupid. Yeah. Unless you actually know who she is, you're just like, okay, so she stares at him and turns back around. Yeah. Okay. I guess we'll see. But how like, if you know that that's up. Echo, if you know that that's like basically Kingpin's daughter, because the background for that character is Kingpin killed her dad. And in his dying words were, he said, hey, like, don't let my kid grow up without a dad or whatever. 
So she's basically Kingpin's kid, essentially. Right. And she's a very, very fucking cool character. She's an, I, she, I believe she's Native American. She's like actually awesome. And it still plays on that whole, like usually she's a foil, well, sometimes love interest of Daredevil. Mm. But uh, because they're kind of talking about the, like the hard of hearing thing for Clint, I feel like this kind of goes hand in hand and it's becoming like this really interesting character for him to play off of as well. And so it's just like, like if, but if you don't know who that character is, it, you're just like, why is she feeling the speaker? Like, so for those of you that are so smart and are like, well, they have to explain it, Brown, so my mom understands. Does your mom know who Echo is? Probably not. The things that they, like, I just feel like there could have been, they, that could have made more sense in that moment. And it, like, I knew who she was, so I was excited. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I knew who she was It still was a weird character introduction to, like, end on that. She's just feeling up a speaker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the bass was incredibly loud, and then it ends. <laughs> yeah. It was a little. Uh... And she turns around, and then turns back around, and you're like, "Well." And and the other thing too is it it's not nest. Well, while it could be maybe uh, more obvious than I think, it's not like she had any sort of non-human characteristics to her. Like she didn't have a fucking dolphin fin out yeah. sticking out of her back she's just a normal human right? and so you can't really glean that well that like oh okay she's uh hard of hearing or deaf or has some sort of superpowers around that you just think she's like a normal person and why why is this Listen woman here. leading the the russian exactly gang? Yeah. exactly for the for the folks who are like it's a cliffhanger for that to be a thing there needs to be a cliff numb nuts there was no <laughs> cliff it was an anthill bronze we gotta it go back a, to you closing a- chat is a it conversation a with me and Jesse, not with you and chat. It was a bump. <laughs> is it, and there's no cliffhanger. There's you have to like listen as a DM. You have to have a stronger hook than that. You know, you have to have something hook, where yeah. it's like. It was a week. What hook. is this? What's happening? Who is she? What's gonna do? What's gonna happen? What are, what are we doing? What are we doing? What is this? What is this thing? And for her, it was just like her feeling up a speaker. You couldn't come up with a cooler thing for Echo. Also, in the comics. She has like this handprint on her face and it's like the bloody handprint her dad left on her face. Why did they take away the handprint? That would have been cool. I would have been like, yo, that would have maybe looked where is goofy. this handprint? Maybe she's I don't got know. a mask. I, I don't know. They, so they, they take really goofy designs and make them look really cool in these shows. They take like really things that are cliche and stupid and then somehow make them look cool in design. Yeah. So I have faith they could do it. She might have a mask or something. Well, then she should have ended the episode by putting her mask on. And we would have been like, oh, she looks spooky instead of, oh, I went to go look she this really up likes because... the song. <laughs> I went to go look this up because I, I do not, I don't know enough about Echo. Uh, but I want you to know that the handprint literally looks like an uruk like just like oh, it is really? straight up like the mark yeah. of Saruman. like it doesn't look it doesn't in the comics it looks cool because it like is art and looks neat in person that would be insane it's like right here it isn't even like here or like here it's like here that would be crazy that would there's no way that would be insane oh yeah i'm seeing it now 
Like it looks neat in wow, her comic book form. design is is really cool looking. Yeah, she looks great. I uh, uh but with that said, you know, <laughs> there's no way that, that would fly in like real life. People would be like, "Are you you take showers? What is happening? <laughs> Why is that still well, on no, your no, face?" No, 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 no. No, no, it's not the actual handprint cuz that was like in blood. It's one that she I'm pretty sure she applies herself to like honor that. Because that's why it's cool. white. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I get sure. it. It's super I think cool. the OG is, is, like, a... in blood, and then I think she, like, puts it, I think it's, like, her homage to her dad, I think. I'm pretty sure. So she, like, puts it on every time, and that's why it's white instead of red. Yeah. It's, like, neat, but again, it's very, like, the world of men shall fall! <laughs> 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 Maybe that's why I like it. Maybe. Maybe that's well, why here's... I like it. Because I'm like, okay, she's she serves Saruman. Yeah. Can we right. talk about how the orcs walked like this? They were getting they shit done. This, like, what are you talking about? And this walk to them. And I just love the fact that's how they walked. All I'm saying is, if they want to bring orcs into the MCU, and she's like, we died on man flesh. I'll be like, yeah. <laughs> well, okay, hold thing. up. Excuse me. I have to bring an end to this, JP, for just a moment here. You are now mixing up your orcs. You have the orcs and then you have the uruk -hai. The uruk bear the white hand of Saruman and serve him. Right. You no, are mixing up like... which ones you're portraying. Exactly. And you're saying right. so then, that, that, that man flesh the, the thing other guys is are said like... by an uruk <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, no, yes. you're right. So there's two different. Okay, because you're. Right, but they all the they, but they all serve the Dark Lord, though. Well, they some of them the serve Dark Lord Saruman, and there is kind of a bit of a sort of, you know, civil war happening between the Red Eye orcs and Saruman's orc high because some people feel that in creating a better version of the orc, uh, Saruman is, is undermining the power of Sauron. When Morgoth and returns, in the books, all will be they made fight right. each other all the time. Uh, I don't trust either of them. <laughs> Saruman and Sauron, too close. Only, only Morgoth. Let his great darkness wash over the lands of Middle-earth. Okay. You. Fair enough. <laughs> By the way, let's use this as a jumping point here. Uh, I was about to call you. So what, character. you just serve Morgoth now? Yeah. Only Morgoth. See? That Only is Morgoth it. exists. Only Morgoth. Actually, does Morgoth exist? I think he doesn't anymore. It doesn't matter. Probably the, you, dude, the world is made of song, bro. Song. But even if he's alive, why would you serve him? He is a bad guy. Yes. <laughs> now now right. <laughs> he's the baddest guy. He's the baddest. He's a bad guy. He's going to eat yeah. you. He's going to fucking kill you. He doesn't uh, love you. It's worth it. Uh, oh, I don't need love. I want I want a big-ass dragon I can ride on the back of. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, my God. Yeah. You just want the dragon. The dragons are a whole other different thing. <laughs> what makes you think they're... Okay. Okay. Hold on. I want to be I want to be on the back of a Morgoth dragon. I want to freaking like... And this is what that firefighter dreams about all day. So he got to fight Hawkeye, and that's yeah. why it was a big deal. It makes sense. It makes sense. Uh, random tangent, by the way. Are either of you watching uh, The Wheel of Time? 
Yes. No. Did you get to episode four yet, Bronze? Yes. Okay. Were you, where were you on the show up until episode four? I was lukewarm. Episode four hit. Now I'm ride or die for that show. Same. Yes. Okay, so that's good. a really All fucking right. good show with a really <laughs> yeah. slow start. Yeah. Man, yeah. it took four fucking yeah. episodes. Yeah. But it, man. it took a while. It has a slow start, episode but four I really off. like it now. Yeah. And yeah, I, I really, yeah, I'm here for it. Um, I think it's worth the investment and uh, I like it. It is very different than at least the first to the first book and a half. <laughs> I haven't gotten <laughs> yeah. that far in that series. It's too long right, right, right. that I've read, but um, I kind of like some of the changes they've made. And I think especially if you don't compare it, it's a pretty yeah, I've never better than the foundation. Books. I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I like it. I like it a lot. I think like it was like, okay, so I had that issue with Witcher where I did not like Witcher until I finished the whole thing because it cut too many times in the beginning where it's like, oh, this is getting interesting and cut. And I'd be like, okay. episode in. I'd be like, yeah. oh, this is getting interesting and then cut. And I'd be like, man, y'all are switching between these characters too much and you're switching to the boring part every time. So I would get like annoyed when it would switch to like the Yennefer stuff because I was like, but this other shit was just getting interesting. Or not Yennefer, um, the princess. Siri? Every time they would cut to her shit, Siri, I would be like, I know this character is going to get interesting because I've read these books and I've played the games. But also this pacing is very hard for me because it's like every time I'm like, oh, oh, oh it's like cut. And I'm like, and then when you cut back, you're like, I don't even remember where we were. Why yeah. are we back here again? Yeah. But I ended up really liking Witcher further in. And I feel like Wheel of Time was like that for me, where I was like, what are, what are we doing here? What are, you, what are we doing? <laughs> I thought the first two episodes were okay. Episode three was okay. Four was like, okay, I'm in. I'm on board. That's where I was at. With yeah, episode. four was fucking dope. Yeah. But de- the I... first two were definitely, I was like. I would pay good money to have you react to star trek discovery <laughs> because holy shit like i'm i'm not like i just in... watched my first star Trek charts i watched okay so i felt like such an imposter i got invited to a special anniversary screening of star trek first contact and like lavar burton the director of that film all these people were there i don't even know who they movie. are First contact I've never is, watched. It's one of the greatest so star trek movies. i should have invited you i should have invited you i felt like an imposter because this was my first ever Star Trek thing I've watched, and there's all these people there, and my friend who invited me was in, was like showing me all of them, like, oh, that's so and so, so and so. I'm like, I don't know who these people are. Watch that film as someone who's never seen Star Trek. First of all, that film is a masterclass in how to explain things very quickly. So that just brings me back to the same things I did not like about Hawkeye because I'm a toddler when it comes to Star Trek. I knew nothing about it, and I I understood everything very quickly. Where I was like, okay. It looks like this race is like some kind of techno Zerg race that takes people <laughs> over. Okay, I see that. It looks like this Picard fellow survived them once, and now he has some trauma associated with that. It looks like he has some skin in the game, in fact. And then this dude with the forehead wrinkles, he seems like he's a badass. He's got a chainmail sash. Okay, turns out he is a badass. This uh, motherfucker's out here with a fucking knife, slicing people's legs and shit off. Uh, I, I like this guy. I can get on board with him. You know, I was like, I like this guy. And then, okay, here are these filthy humans. They've gone in the past. These people are like fighting each other with sticks and stones. How the hell do they get to the 
to where we are now. And it's like, oh, because they met aliens. And now there's somebody going back in time to make sure we never meet the aliens. So then they'll always be fighting each other with sticks and stones like dirty, filthy savages instead of wandering space. I just thought I was like, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. And then and then like seeing the two of them, the 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 LeVar Burton reading Rainbow Fellow, Mr. LeVar Burton of National Treasure, him and the cockpit with the other guy and then being like, oh, they're fanboys. And now they get to go with their hero on this thing. You did not you know, call like, William like... Riker the other guy. <laughs> no. I William, no! William Riker was actually no! at the screening. No! He was actually at the screening. That's I, forgot. Riker. I forgot. I forgot his name. He was at Remember the screening. He was it, very Hans. nice. Commander William <laughs> Riker! He didn't grow that beard for no goddamn reason! That's William Riker! In my defense, I didn't know LeVar Burton's character's name either! And then they go off in space, and then... And then that was so cool. And then that amazing girl that's like, listen here, you need to get your shit together. And then that Kerrigan bitch comes down and she's like, join us. And then she has sex with that cyborg man. Yes, no, that does. movie was really good. Data got I some. Really cyborg it. man! <laughs> it's, it's Data. Dave, it's Data! Data! It's Data! Come on, bro. Data! He gave us I... fucking life! <laughs> Wait, he's dead? I mean, technically they're all dead. <laughs> they're all dead, yeah. 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 Oh. Star Trek timeline no, he was cool. so that they're all dead. And then she like grafts that skin onto him and he's like, is this what it's like to be human? Like I was there for it. I was like, okay. It is all right. It is the perfect Star Trek movie. It has everything you could no, want. No, it was great. I Plus, loved it. It has it has another character that is like I'm the person out of time, and I don't understand any of this, so I'm the audience of new people who's going to watch. Yes! It's yes! Per it's perfect. Yes! Perfect. That's how yeah. you do it. That's literally how you do it. I'm telling you, I've never seen anything Star Trek. Yeah. And it was so brilliantly done that I understood every part of it. Yeah. And then when the Vulcans showed up, I knew who they were because I get told I look like a Vulcan all the time because he's you look like a Vulcan. You are and very you, Vulcan. You know, I've never seen that, but now, now that you now said that's that, like my dream. you're a Vulcan. Yeah. yeah. Now it's my dream to be cast as a Vulcan. And there were people eyeing me at that screening. I was like, do it. I will play that role. Because at the end, they come through and they're like, that you could be a Vulcan. What is this? Yeah, you're... What is this rock and roll mm, and whiskey? I, I, uh, I, I, I want to change shows, my, my thought process here. It kind of shows how cool humans are, despite our primitiveness. How we still have culture worth valuing and how our rough edges are what make us so endearing to the space people. They come through like elves, like a Vulcan. Bronze is not you're, a Vulcan. Oh, 100% Romulan. She, a Romulan? she doesn't have, oh, yeah. she doesn't okay. have the logic. She's all emotion. Yeah, True. you're a Romulan. Romulan. 100% Romulan. True. True. Mm -hmm. You get cloaked ships, so that's cool, Bronze. The yeah. ones with the you ugly like, forehead are... ridges? No, 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 no. Yeah, okay, what? Pretty. <laughs> what? Those are Klingons! No, I go. <laughs> no, Next the ones with know, the two you're bridges. You confuse Cardassians with. <laughs> no, I looked up Romulan. They have the two ridges right here. The Klingons have like the the folds, the Baby Yoda folds, and then the other ones have like the the two ridges. 
Look it up, Jesse. It's right there on the Google Images. They have the the big bone plate instead of the baby Yoda folds. It depends on uh, which show you're looking at for Romulan. Yeah, yeah. Let's. Oh, they just changed the way they 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 changed the way they look from show to show. Uh, Yeah, I mean, here's a good depiction of that right here. You know, if we're really getting into it, these are all Romulan. Yeah, these what? are all okay, different Romulans. Because one of those I'm okay with, and the rest of those I'm horrifically invented by. Two of those yeah. I'm okay with, actually. Well, that's because that's because all of them are you, except for the guy with no hair. Fuck <laughs> you. You are 100%, you are 100% a Romulan. 100% a Romulan. Would I at least be like one of the main Romulans or just one that oh, dies? Oh, yeah, no, you'd be quickly. like, you'd be like some I don't know much Talk. about them. I don't know yeah, much no, you, about yeah. them because they're only referenced in the movie I watched where it says, like, we have to watch for Romulan activity. And he's like, but the Romulans, there's been no uh, changes in their behavior. And even that I understood was like, OK, so they've been at war with the Romulans for a oh, minute. Yeah, right now, it seems like there's a bit of a ceasefire. Once again, that's called good writing. OK, and if you're eight year old and your mom can't understand that. <laughs> I'm just going to leave that's, that there no, like you. are, Yeah. I was like, okay, that very quickly established. I understand everything about this now, you know. I got it. Yeah, you're you're uh you're like you're like one of the villains that shows up and is like, if it isn't Captain Picard, I've been waiting to meet you. And then he's like, ah, yes, sub commander to bronze. And then and we like, have sex. No, no, no? Picard won't have fucking oh. Romulan. Picard doesn't fuck. Now wow. the other guy in the cockpit. Yeah. Commander William Riker <laughs> would fuck. <laughs> capital F. He would uh, capital F fuck. Yeah. It's true. shirt that has William Riker's face on it that says what happens in the holodeck stays in the holodeck but I do and I proudly wear that shirt as you should commander William Riker is a hero yeah oh my god oh my god okay I know about the holodeck too because Picard goes there and then he gets the Tommy gun but then he takes off all the safety protocols and then he shoots that dude and in that moment you see that Picard is not afraid to ice even his former crewmates this man will not hesitate he will not hesitate because it informs his character that's That's what makes that movie so special is because his trauma from the borg yes yes does things that are not who he is and so even at one point he tells commander Worf that he's a coward and Worf is like i would kill you if you were any other man if you were anybody else which establishes which establishes that his former demeanor up until now has been one that is respectful and logical to his crew. Yes. Very, it's agreed. a very good movie. And then the dude straight movie. up just like, Picard's like, I wanted to apologize for some of the things I said. And Worf is like, 
some of the things. And I was like, these boys is friends again. Yes. It is yes. a great yes. film. Also, They're homies. Perfect. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. But I remember watching a documentary on a sponsored stream I did for this. Didn't didn't Riker also direct that movie? Yes. 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 He was William, there. William like, Frakes was the director. Frakes. Or Jonathan Frakes. William yeah, Frakes. No, I said, is it Jonathan? It, is it Jonathan it's Jonathan Frakes. Jonathan. Yeah. I don't know why I said William. Yeah. He was, William he was at the screening. And I had a moment where I asked my friend. I said, oh, he's in the movie. And my friend had a very Jesse Cox-esque experience where he was like, that's Riker. That's the director of the film. And I was like, oh, like, I just thought he was the director. I am, no, he was in the movie. It's true. This is why Hollywood's bullshit. No one called me to come mm-hmm. to this event. Whoa. Whoa. I would have been. I didn't get in because I was famous. I just know fame, famous people. That's My friends are more bullshit. important than me. That's Hollywood. And they get me in That's places. Bullshit. Yeah. Hollywood bullshit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we're, we're going to call that. Uh, Wrestling promo, Jesse, from now on. That's wrestling promo, Jesse. He might uh, pop up from time to time. I just really wanted to channel all the nerd rage on the internet that I knew was going to happen. No, I, I, you know. <laughs> <And> Bruns, <laughs> you were, you were I never point. said I was an expert. Well, and I the never other said. guy, and I'm just like. I <laughs> never no, said, listen, I came from a, I came out of that movie being a fan of Worf and being a fan of Picard. Everyone else did great. But I have an archetype, and it's like ugly fighting guys, like Rex from from you know uh, Mass Effect. Sure, like yeah. if they are some never, hideous space race. It's like <laughs> I'm like, yes, I like that guy. This guy's explain, cool. You don't need to explain like, that. Yeah, literally. Being well, I don't want to say, say like, the actor's ugly. I'm saying like well, the character, like, <laughs> character's a warrior. Yeah, yeah. No, like yeah. literally. You said up front. I don't know Star Trek. I've never seen Star Trek. Like. You're fine. I'm just giving yeah. you shit because it's really fun to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. True. Because <laughs> I really enjoy that part of this job. True. Um, no, yeah. Like, I also yeah, love but, but the engineering the nerds. The Georgie sitting there being like, this is your line. Georgie. And here's your. One more time. One more time. What's the engineering guy's name? I'm afraid to say it. You, ha- you were close. You were close. <laughs> I'm afraid to say it. No. I, was, I was close. All you right. Had, no, you, had, JP, you had us in the JP, first half. JP, I'm going to need you to do me a thing. We can't leave this episode until you bring up the main characters' photos on the screen and we have bronze tell us what their names are. <laughs> this is a bit now and i we must continue wait wait yeah. hold on of no. first contact or of, of star trek of just first of just first okay. contact the main character is the first contact let me pull up you saw the movie uh, clearly you must know something about them let me pull oh my up God. this IMDb. is a bit now this is a bit that must happen okay here we Ron's go has zero knowledge now, of star on. trek and i want to know what you think these people are called are we pulling oh up my God, no. are we pulling up the act, just an actor's photo, name? That's fine. No, not the names, just like the an image, an image of the character. From the movie. Okay. <laughs> All right, we'll start with an we easy can... one. We'll yeah, start. Give us the well... easiest one. Uh oh. Uh oh. I'm this, so this nervous now. Oh, here we go. Okay. We got it. We got it. It's tough to find uh, screen caps from that movie. Because there's also I don't an think episode I know, called I don't, I don't think I remember what any okay. of the humans are named. Who is this? Right, who is this guy? 
Riker. Good job. Nice. Good job. You learn. You learn the real true power behind this series. All right. Good job. All good right. Okay. Uh, hold on. This one's hard to find because of reasons. Go with because uh, of this reasons. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll explain after. <clears throat> Who is this man? Data. Good work. 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 Well done. Well done. This was the first photo somebody used. Also, when you search data image, that's why it's difficult because you know yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Bonus points if you can name the person on the left. Well, that's Picard. And then that's Gandalf. Okay. Correct. <laughs> you're right. You're totally right. Picard yeah. and Gandalf make that out. right Correct. there is yeah. my favorite fanfic. Is the time Picard Magneto. made out with Gandalf? Yeah, yeah or Magneto. Right. It's good. Professor X and Magneto make. Yeah, out. or Professor X Magneto kissing. Either way. Yeah. It's good fanfic. Okay, hold on. We got. I got a couple more here. I didn't realize that. Act. Oh. Aren't they both knighted too? Isn't it like Sir Ian McKellen so. and Sir Patrick Stewart? Yes. Did I ever tell you nights making out saw... should be a form of fanfic? I years. Oh, you know this guy. Worf. There you go. There you Worf. go. Easy. Hell Easy. yeah, Michael Dorn, true. hero. That's Love true. that man. Uh, I saw. I saw while he looks at this other photo. I saw Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen in a play years ago. Really? And it was like, <sighs> it was like watching two of the greatest actors I've ever seen. In the most boring play I've ever watched. <laughs> it was like, it was like, it was the entire cast was famous actors. And you could definitely tell this was a passion piece of theirs, but it was one of those plays that was like, and so it comes a time in our life where we must wait. <laughs> well, waiting is what it was. It wasn't waiting for Godot, but it was like on that level of like, oh boy. But it was fascinating to watch because it was like you're watching these prolific actors just like really go at it and you were like oh my god by the end i was like if that was anyone else i would have been like this sucks <laughs> i would have been like Ugh. and i wonder if they did it just to see if they could do it triple all right who are these threat. people who are these people from left to right bronze the middle one's tough right i don't need to know the middle one Riker, yeah far left yeah bonus points for middle one that's not necessarily a, yeah, that's extra bonus credit for the middle who's Who's the other Connor? guy? Connor? Wait, Connor's the middle? Yeah. Connor? The guy from Babe. You know what? You know what? Co Cochran is very close to Connor. It's close. <laughs> yeah, Cochran. Very close. Okay, close. Connor. You got the first one. And then who JP is this said character? what I said was close. JP said what I said was close. So I'm going to say... And you said I had the first half right. So, George? Jo yep. George. <laughs> and? Georgie. No. Is that not right? It's not correct. Not correct. What is his last name? What is George's last yeah, name? Yeah, first name George. His last name is what? Do they say it in the show? Yes, because it's the his time. name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, all the time. George. You're close. It rhymes. It it rhymes with George if you really want to. 
It really does. I just realized how awful that is. Wait, it rhymes? It does yes, rhyme. George? You spent a lot of time in Montreal, you know? Yeah, where do you imagine? In Montreal? Imagine... That might be a bad hint. Don't listen to that hint. Where do, yeah, where do you imagine you're like um, a French blacksmith? Where do you most of your work? Yeah. That's very that's very good. That's a very good hint. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're a French blacksmith. Where did you do most of your work at? Okay, but it has to rhyme with George. So it can't be yeah. like Le, Le, Le Smith. It would have to be Wait, <laughs> Le, Fo- Le Forge? George Le Forge. Jordy LaForge. Jordy. Jordy LaForge. Jordy. Ah, I was so close with Georgie. I know. That was I so close. Georgie was very good. Yeah. Georgie is like what my mom would call him. It was very good. I was yeah. I would oh, not Georgie, have remembered bro. LaForge. I would now, not have remembered LaForge. That was not gonna happen. This is for all of this is forgiven. If you can okay. name who this character is. Oh god. No way is she ever. This isn't even the same series. He's in there. What are you talking about? Very briefly. Oh, he is. He's the doctor. He's the doctor. He's the doctor. And then they they say, oh, distract the Borg. And he's like, "Uh, I'm not equipped for that. Um, Yeah. He's a holographic doctor. Is he just computer? I mean... I mean, like, like, because I feel is. like she says, I mean, they computer. Do say computer, and then he, you know, yeah, he's computer. All out. Because <coughs> she says, com- this is- computer. It, it. All out. It's kind of a deep it's cut. Tough. Yeah, because this is like the actual IMDb presence is holographic doctor. So you're close. Don't know. Okay. I kind of swear she says, definitely- computer, distract the Borg. And then they break down the door Nate, and he tell says, me the oh. actor name, Jesse. We'll do it that way. The act, I don't. I do not know the EMH actor's name. I, I simply don't. But you should show uh, John Delancey, and I want Bronze to guess this character's name. Okay, and then we're then we're gonna wrap. Yeah, Bronze, you're not gonna know oh who this character God. is, but I still want you to guess who you think this character's name is. I don't okay. know now, Jesse. What do image... you want? Do you want to like? That's what I'm about to ask. Do you want a in show image? Do you want just the yes, actor? an in show image? An in show? Maybe maybe one of the sassier picks where he's like leaning on a bulkhead or something where he's like oh like you know let's a john delancey where he's let's like go with this one right here all of these are who, real who and true who do you think this person is if you had to guess their name who is this okay i need some hints so what is their race are they human uh, no you're not human no not human they're not human he's, he's not human in fact he uh he might be a god yeah, he thinks humans are like really kind of dumb, but he's obsessed with them. And that's why he becomes a human often. Does he also have a French name? Um, or yeah. is it like Spacey? Oh, no. No, he definitely it's pretty French. Pretty French. I think uh yeah, it's a uh, it's 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 definitely um very important to Quebec, yeah. I would say. Yeah. Very important to Quebec. And also, Republicans follow every word he says these days. It's true. What the 
Yeah, he has a huge internet fandom. Massive. Yeah, massive fandom. Your crazy uncle loves him. He predicted that uh, John F. Kennedy is going to return any day now. It's true. It's true. Is this the frogs are gay guy? <laughs> so what do you think this character's name is? What, what do you think? This, yeah, yeah. He also moonlights in uh, a popular series about a, a spy. Sure. Every once in a while, he'll be in there. Every once in a while. Is it what do you, Fox? Like, Fox? No. No, it's not Fox. It's not Fox. <clears throat> he has a name. Like, it's just a normal name. A normal name. It's actually very simple. One syllable. One syllable? One syllable. A, a very similar to Fox, except it, he's super important to Quebec. Yes, very important to Quebec. Without I don't know about him... Quebec. Quebec wouldn't be Quebec. Yeah. It couldn't even get started, really. Couldn't even, yeah, it couldn't even get started. Ass. <laughs> English. Ass? English people really love. Uh, his man is, his name is Ass? That's <laughs> the famous Star Trek character, Ass. ass with two Zs. <laughs> Colonel Ass, maybe. Colonel Ass? Wait, you have to show another photo of him like being sassy. The sassier, the the better. He's and you'll sassy. figure it out. But he's, okay, you're saying he's important to English people too? Um Well, no, not important not really. to English people, but English people love He's more uh I don't know how to work that into a he? Yeah. <laughs> I would say that he has fans. He has many fans. Um and he's he's very important, but in for the English, he's kind of towards the end. But if you're in Quebec, he is truly one of the most important things. He's the first. Why he's the first thing you'll think of when you think Quebec. To do this? Our hints are really good. He's absolutely when you think of Quebec, he's the church? first thing that pop. What? No, not church. Church. That's what I think of when I think of Quebec and like England. I don't know these keep, freaking white people. You keep showing the version of him that's like regal when you should be showing the versions of him that are like, what up, baby? Like, where's the version of him in the mariachi band? You gotta, you gotta, Wait, you is, it, good... is it something dumb like sex? His name is Sex. You think Star Trek was like, my name but like, is But like sex. a version of that, like Zex. No. No. Is it an actual English word? It is definitely English. It's definitely English. What am I working with here? It Why is... are there? Why are they wearing ponchos and sombreros? Because he summoned them into existence. By because he can finger. do that. Yeah. Because he is literally on par with the god. I'm over here getting philosophical. Like, what does he the does too of all the time? Like, Faith, the thing that's important about God. him is that there are many of them, and we only know them by one name. But they're very like they're anonymous people. Yeah, yeah. But we know them by one name, and they all have the same name. There. Wait. Okay. There are many so, of them. There are many of them, but we only yeah. know them by one name. Right. 
And I would say in Quebec, it's the most important part of Quebec. I like know nothing about Quebec. That's that's well, this without, is a huge, let's just say without like it, a... with without it, Quebec, you couldn't even say the word. Q. You got it. Congratulations. His name's Q. Wait, but how Q. does that at the how is Britain at the end of it? I said it's in English. It's in at, English, it's, it's towards, the, towards end. the end. Yeah, of yeah. the alphabet. I was thinking of the English Empire. Oh, I'm aware. Yeah, <laughs> I know no, what you were doing. That's why they were. You know, we were a little loosey goosey. That's why I kept making Quebec jokes because without it, you couldn't say Quebec. Yeah, you also uh, James Bond equipment guy yeah. Q. When you're like, what do you think of Quebec? What do you think of I'm like a bunch of old fucking churches? <laughs> My favorite part is that he forever now will be Colonel Sexass. <laughs> <laughs> old colonel sex ass oh god and you're oh, like god. what do you think what do you think of quebec and i was like ass <laughs> all right and final star trek character there's uh, one more there's one more yeah final star trek character here bronze please Who don't be any humans be? i don't know any of their names what is this man's name <laughs> get the fuck out of here <laughs> Clint Barton. Got it. Nailed it. Nailed it. 10 out of 10. Thanks. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. He's in the movie. Colonel Sex Ass. Yeah. <laughs> I got some of them right. I got Worf right. It's true. That's I remembered true. Worf. You did. You did. Look, for, for seeing only one thing of Star Trek, you have most of the major characters down that matter right like yeah. it's yeah yeah everyone else has had 30 years of star trek to figure everything out that's You're true very well yeah. very impressed and you started off at the i'm gonna say the peak you started at the top of the mountain after that it only here's what i'll say if you want to get real star trek go to i don't know is it on discovery wherever it's at whatever what, thing what has show? star trek go watch Every Star Trek series, because it's all online, bronze. It's all on. But uh, only look up the only look up the Q episodes. Just watch those, and you will get a bookend. Because Q is in the first episode, Q is in the last episode, and Q is in everything in between and like weird moments. And he's just like, I think God, most of those, people, um, and it's great. They're Gass, great. Gassy, yes, Mexican actually, giant Star Trek fan. I think has watched all of those on Amazon uh, via watch parties. Though I do think uh, Next Generation was removed and is now on Paramount Plus, so you might not be able to do that. Anymore. That's what I was not Discovery Paramount yeah. Plus. Yeah. Um. Here's all I'll say uh, about Star Trek. If you want to get a vibe for what kind of show Star Trek is, uh, in one episode, the A plot is Commander Data being like approached by a woman who's like, "Look, I would like to have sex with you because you know." I want to know what that's like. And he's like, well, I am fully functional. And it's that plot line. The B plot? People falling through the ship and getting stuck in the walls. <laughs> that's the B plot. The A plot is like, Data's going to have a good time tonight. And then there are people who are like, ah! It's fucking wild. Yeah. Great show. Yeah. Great good show. show. But you show. said I should start with Discovery? No, no, oh no, god, no, oh god, no, 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 no. You no, said no, that's the no. you said no, that's said, the one you want. He said that to... was the platform. It doesn't it's it's Paramount Plus. I, 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 yes, Paramount. I, I was thinking of Discovery Plus. Here's the problem. 
every goddamn channel has a something plus. Yeah. I yeah. Oh. It's Paramount Plus is where I think it's at. Yes. Um that's where most of it is now. Because when we yeah, started watch... this conversation, you said I would I would love to watch you. Oh, react. oh no, no, no. I would love to see you watch Star Trek Discovery because Star Trek Discovery is like I don't know how to describe it except for <laughs> It feels like every episode you know how is Jesse like was eight episodes of something. It's so, so much is happening, and it's all, it's like, all right, we like this idea, and we like this idea, and we like this idea, so let's put all of them in it, and it's crazy, and so I would love to see, because sometimes Star Trek Discovery is like, oh, well, that was fun, and sometimes you're like, what the shit am I watching, <laughs> and that is, I would love to see your reaction to that, because it's like, too much. It's just too much. Yeah, so you know yeah, that's you why were, I brought it up. You, you know all your commentary regarding Hawkeye. That was Max's commentary on Star Trek Discovery, verbatim. Yeah. Fair. So, yeah. Fair. Yeah. I did like that first contact, though. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. It's good. It's not bad. It's it, again. I think it's the best. There's some uh, some of the older movies are very good, but I think this is the best. Like recent star trek film and i say recent and that it came out when i was still in high school so yeah. old man jesse that's pretty old that's pretty old yeah. uh, and it has that lady with the claws like pulling at her skin and she's like yeah it's the board queen yeah it's the board queen she's she's great yeah she's the actress great. is also very good so and then yeah she, she was amazing data, and data's and he's like how long were you considering her offer? And he's like, you know, psh, that bitch ain't nothing to me. I'm Data. And you're like, yeah, that's my boy. That's my boy, Data. Yeah. He's like, before he an Android, that's an eternity. Eight, seven seconds. Yeah, he said it was an eternity. It's like that this one novel Android. with IG-88 where, like, the first two chapters actually occur over the course of, like, three seconds because robot speed is so much faster yeah. than our speed. Well, did you know that as robots get older... That the things they see, the FPS they no, see, actually no, slows no, down. No, bringing no, it back. No, no, bringing it back. No, 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 That could no, be an alarm. No. If you go back to the first uh, pitch and modulation that you had, that'd be a great alarm, Bronze, that you could sell, probably. Play that in the background of the Death Star. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. That wasn't in it. No. You have to do it with Bronze's pitch and modulation to the voice. No. No. That's not even close. What are you it's so it's far not, off. That's not even in the same realm. You know who else is far off? Commander William <laughs> Riker. You reminded for some reason I I were you channeling Wilford Brimley when you were doing that? Because I really feel like I was. I did have like a little Wilford. You, got a, you had a little Wilford Brimley. A little Brimley bit of like there. diabetes. Yeah, yeah. there was a little bit yeah. in there. Yes, a little bit. You're right. Just, yeah. a, just a smidgen. Yeah. All right, that does it for this week. We'll be talking more Hawkeye <laughs> next week. There's only six episodes, by the way, of Hawkeye. I thought there was more, but there's only six. No, it's a sh it's a short. It's literally designed to end. Yeah, so we're going around the holiday time. Yeah. We're going to Christmas. It's a movie. Literally, they just straight up took a movie, cut it into six episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be next week, I think. Jesse, you're traveling this weekend. Are you going to be back for next week's show, or are we going to postpone? I will be back for next week's show. It's the week after that I'm coming back from Chicago Okay. on Monday. So Okay. We'll we'll figure it out then. So Ooh, show next Chicago. week. We got oh, a live Chi show. Town. Live show in Chicago if you want to come uh, see Cox and Crendor. We'd love to have you. 
We're almost Google sold out it. though. So like, even if you can't make it, just buy a ticket so I can say we sold out. I don't I'm going to see what the weather is in uh, Chicago. Oh, you're, you're going to have a great time. Yeah. Cold? Yeah. High of 38, low of 32. Enjoy. Mm-hmm. No, no snow though, which is uh, rare for this time of the year. Anyways, man, uh, I didn't like the episode and I butchered Star Trek. I just I don't think I'm going to be here. Next no, week. I'm pretty this sure the is, internet will, no, this will is great. nuke all of my this stuff. Was this was some of the most fun I've had giving you a hard time. And I'm going to say years. <laughs> and I've really put in an effort. I really have. And so, frankly, I enjoyed today. Yeah. If anyone's going to give you a hard, they got to come through me first. And True. my friend, <laughs> William Riker. I'll definitely be putting that up on a, as a clip later today on Twitter. So look forward to that. Uh, let's do some shout outs. Bronze, would you like to start us off? Are you composed? Can you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go. Do some shout outs. Where can people check you out? Hello, I'm that bronze girl. You can find me on Twitter at that bronze girl. You can find me on Twitch at that bronze girl. Lately, I've been playing a lot of Halo Infinite, but this week I also plan to dive into Alan Wake Remastered. In addition, I just guested on G4 TV's invitation to party DD episode it airs on tv today it's my first time being on tv check it out uh battle for beyonds episode three came out and we just wrapped the first season of shikar we're going dark until january and that's when the second season of shikar will come out that's me i was gone all week hosting simulation mode for age of empires you can check that out on amazon's crown channel you have the bridge jesse see that was a star trek reference god damn that was good that was good thank you number one um honestly I am uh, this week headed to San Francisco to film a thing. So uh, it involves my parents and the game I'm very passionate about, which is going to be freaking wild. But, uh, you know, when someone says we want to film a thing with you and your parents, I'm not going to say no, because that's going to be hilarious. Um, And then I come back and I try to play Final Fantasy XIV's new expansion for like three days. And then I fly again to Chicago where we're doing Cox and Crendor Live. So the next two weeks are pretty crazy, uh, but it's mostly me traveling and doing things. But when I'm back, then it's, you know, everyone's on vacation, so that's cool. Anyway, <laughs> I'm sure the new year will have important things. Yeah. That's all that's going on with me. So, yeah. Cool. Cool stuff. Good stuff. More Hawkeye. I think we have, what, four more weeks of Hawkeye? Does that put us through to the new year? The it's all 6th, December. Yeah, the, the last... 13th, the 20th, and the 27th. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll be good. And then we'll start the new year. And that's when we start our Iron Fist we watch. And Bronze will be uh, guiding us through that show, episode by episode. I'll expect full plot summaries, Bronze. My plot summaries are ass. They're horrible. <laughs> Well, we always got to work on them, Bronze, and that's what we do here. We work on things, okay? We work on things. But are they Colonel Sexass? That's the question <laughs> you should be asking yourself. Yeah, after the first uh, contact plot summary today, I think you're a shoe-in for always. You're the plot summary explainer of the MCU crew. Me and Jesse are just, uh, you know, we're just tools to help tell the story. You're the. I am a tool. That's true. <laughs> that's that's an that's accurate statement. That's where I was yeah thanks anyways thanks for watching the mcu crew we'll get this posted up on uh, the old youtube later today we'll see you next week for more bye bye <laughs> i didn't know what you were doing. is that how you blow bubbles do you say bye, bye? no it's me saying goodbye i thought we were done <laughs> yeah.
Bore. I was just confused. We're out of here. I'm Bye. Bore. One more time, Jesse. William Riker. I just meant you saying bye. Bye.